Hey there, girl. Welcome back. All right. So let's just start with some real talk up in here today. So many of the women that I work with will tell me one or more of the following statements. And perhaps one of these is something that you've said or more than one. They'll tell me I need to eat less calories or I need to drink less wine. Or maybe they'll even say, I actually need to get less sleep so I can get up earlier for my early AM workouts. And some will tell me I need to stop eating my late night snacks. Now, while some of these might be absolutely true, what about rather than coming from a place of lack and less than living, you started living for more. And instead you said, you know what? I'm going to eat more of the right choices and the right foods and the right calories. And you said, you know what? I'm going to get more sleep when I am plugged from Netflix or social media late at night. Or guess what? I'm going to have more room on that airplane when I sit in that seat. Or even better yet, guess what? I'm going to have more clothing options when I go into my closet every morning and everything fits just right. I don't know about you, but I've had many different sizes in my closet for many different seasons of life. And I don't know about you, but I would love to have way more memories that I can actually remember from having one glass of wine instead of two, three, four, perhaps even a whole bottle. So if any of these related to you and you're like, you know what? It's time. It is time to stop living for less and it's time to start living for his best. And by his I mean our Abba Daddy. Ephesians 3.20 reminds us that he has immeasurably, abundantly more that we can ever ask for. John 10.10 reminds us that he has come so that we can have an abundant life, a life filled to overflow. So if you're ready to align your daily lifestyle practices with God's word and your healthy habits to make the most out of life, then I want you to join us for Healthy and Holy. It is a 40-day transformation journey, and we are beginning on Saturday August 27th at 10 a.m. Now there's lots of bells and whistles with this. There's weekly workouts, there's goal sheets, there's progress reports, but I'm not here to tell you about the details and I don't want to get caught in the weeds with that. What I want us to focus on is the outcome. After 40 days, what will you experience? Well, girl, my hope and prayer is that we're going to live a first Thessalonians life, that we will live a life holy and whole, fit for Jesus' return. I don't know about you, but I don't work out to get skinny. I work out so that I can be healthy, so that I can be strong, so that I can be more confident in sharing the good news wherever I go. I want to serve God in bigger and mightier ways. And if that is something that appeals to you, then girl, come and join us on this health and holy journey. I'm super excited and looking forward to it. Go ahead and check out www.shinewithfranny.com or I will put the uh, link in the show notes here. All right, now grab your pen and paper and let's get on with the show. Hey there, sweet sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Brandy show. I cannot believe it that we are nearing the end of August. And guess what? We have arrived at the final chapter of Ruth. Y'all, I don't know about you, but the more that I study the Bible, not just read it, the more that I realize that this book is better than any Netflix series. In fact, the entire book, the entire Bible, not just the book of Ruth is so good. Just so, so good. So I hope that you have been enjoying it as much as I have. And today is going to be a down and dirty. We're making this quick and easy up in here today. So I want you to go and dive into Ruth chapter four on your very own, finish up that book. And I want you to read this from the place of like romance and suspense of our boy Boaz, how he is coming for our girl Ruth and he is showing up as her man. He goes up to the city gates and he's waiting there for the kinsman redeemer. And he kind of has a little bit of a setup and he's like, okay, so you can go ahead and have the land, you know, for Naomi. But also with the land, you're also going to get his wife. And we find out here who he, uh, which one she was married to. So go, I'm not going to tell you. I want you to go into Ruth 4 and read it on your very own. But we find out who, which of the two boys she was married to. 
uh, the two sons from Naomi. And I love that we get to see God's handiwork here because all of a sudden the kinsman redeemer is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have to take this girl with me. This girl, Ruth is going to be mine. He's like, okay, you can have her. So Boaz goes ahead and he sets this all up. Such a good man though. Like he knew what was going on because he was all up in, in Ruth's business. And so what I love here is that God had this already figured out, right? And he saved her from all of Boaz's relatives. Now, I'm sure you've heard this at one time or another. I mean, I've heard Jensen Franklin say it. I've heard Stephen Furtick say it. I've heard, um, what's his name? John Gray say this. But it's just too good not to share here as we round out the last and final chapter from the book of Ruth. So God spared Ruth from all of Boaz's relatives, including her broke as, poaz, lying as, cheating as, dumb as, drunk as, cheap as, stupid as, crazy as, good for nothing as, lazy as, and his third, his third cousin, pardon me, beating yo as. All right. So if that offended any of you, because it might sound like a little bit of a swear, my apologies in advance. You can take that up with me here offline. And Ruth's story, of course, is a reminder to all of us to wait on our Boaz and make sure, guess what, girl, that we find someone who respects Yoaz. Okay. I could not finish up this podcast series without using that. Just too gosh darn good. You can find that online. I will also make it a quote card so you can go and borrow that on my social media outlets. (laughs) Now, while we can have a little bit of fun and we can even have a little belly laugh with this, I want you to go back and look at God's divine intervention here. Because the end of the chapter here and as we end this book, we see the genealogy of David who was, of course, a descendant of Boaz and Ruth. They were his great-grandparents. And then, of course, he was an ancestor of, wait for it, drumroll, Jesus. So what's remarkable is that Jesus was born in Bethlehem because that is where Joseph and Mary had to return to pay their taxes, right? So at the time of his birth, the Herod was having them go back to their original homestead, which is where Joseph was from. So now we can go and flashback all the way to chapter 1. When after Naomi's husband dies, guess what? She returns back to, wait for it, Bethlehem, her hometown. She and Ruth could have stayed in Moab, but instead they they decided to return. And Ruth's faithfulness was to remain with Naomi. So sister, I don't know your situation. I don't know what promise you're waiting on. I don't know what you're waiting for to come to pass. Maybe it's a prodigal. Maybe it's an addiction you're hoping to break free from. Maybe it's a health condition that you hope that you get healed from. I don't know. Perhaps it's even just a financial breakthrough you're waiting on. And maybe, girl, it might be your very own Boaz. But I will tell you this, that our Papa has a plan. And guess what? His plan is perfect. I can tell you that. So after you read chapter four, I want you to go ahead and I want you to really consider a promise that you are praying through. And that is going to be your soul challenge this week. It's I want you to find one promise to stand upon. You can see there's a lot of peace going up on here today. And I want you to go ahead and I want you to pray that promise. And I want you to go ahead and persevere. And while you're persevering and you're waiting, I want you to praise him. We want to praise God for what he is bringing to pass. I know it is hard to remain patient as you're waiting for that promise, girl. Believe me, I'm right here in the trenches with you. And remember, this is not for just being single. 
This is for anyone who is waiting for something that they want to see in the land of the living. So I am here with you because I know we're all waiting for something. I know that every single one of us is praying for a breakthrough, praying for a stronghold to be broken, praying for a relationship to be restored. So sister friend, I ask you to go ahead and persevere, pray and praise. I can only imagine what our what our father, what our God, what our Abba Daddy is going to do. And just like Ruth's story, what the result will be of our perseverance, of our prayers and our praise as we wait for him and this promise to come to pass. Sister friend, I have so enjoyed reading the book alongside of you. Hopefully you have enjoyed it just as much. I will be sharing some of the fun social quote cards here. I always love connecting with you guys beyond the show. So make sure that if you are not a member of Free and Favorite, it is our private Facebook group. Hop on over there. Of course, like and subscribe here to this podcast. Always leaving a review is extra helpful. I'm so grateful for you guys when you do that. And hey, guess what? Don't forget Healthy and Whole is our 40-day transformation journey coming up. And y'all, we have our retreat in October. If you have not signed up yet, you better hop on over to shinewithbrandy.com and get yourself signed up. We have lots of fun. There's faith, fitness, fun. I can't tell you all the cool things we've got going on. It's really just an encounter with the Lord. When you take time to literally break away from your daily routine, your daily life, your daily living, and you say, Lord, I want to commit this. I know it's an expense and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to commit these three or four days off work or family or whatever. And I'm going to come and I want to grow and I want to know you more. And I want to grow my sisterhood, my fellowship, all the great ways in which we are called to as believers to live in community with one another. All right, sweet sister friend, until we meet next time, keep on shining.